0: Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz.
1: Kia already... and a very good morning to you. Welcome into Trot's Talk. Greg O'Connor with you for the next hour. No Michael Guerin this week. He's over in Sydney looking at some thoroughbreds at the sales along with the Hanging out with his family, to be absolutely fair, so uh, we'll definitely get a chance to have a few words today, which is always uh, positive. Hope the weekend's gone well for you thus far. It is the Cheviot Harness Racing Club's meeting at Addington today, their traditional meeting, the uh, hold at the Addington Raceway. Of course, their feature is always the Leonard Memorial, which is the Cheviot Trust Leonard Memorial today for the two-year-old fillies. They go around for $27,000 at three twenty-four, and they also have uh, the Cup, the traditional uh, Chevy Cup today. The Cast No Shadow Inter-Dominion uh, race is the interesting one. Of course, he was the winner of uh, the latest Inter-Dominion in December, and uh, the breeders, one of them, Emmett, he uh, he is Emmett Daly, he is the president of that club. Uh, who have we got on the show for you today? Very shortly, we'll catch up with Nathan Purden. Speaking of Addington Raceway, things went really well for Nathan and his father, Mark, there on Friday nights. We have a chat to him about Bollinger and a few of their other winners and where cooter and Self-Assured are at. Of course, the big news this week around Self-Assured, the SENZ and Gene Feast representative in the race by Grins defending that title will be driven by Natalie Rasmussen. So confirmation of that, that she will be doing the steering in the big one. Uh, We'll catch up on the Southern Man segment with Tim Williams, who had a win with a Hoka Connor, remained unbeaten on Friday night. We'll talk to him about his drives today at the Cheviot meeting. Sam Otley will drop in too. She has a drive in the Linda Memorial today. Talk to her about her drives. Brian Rabbit's the Racing Secretary for... Addington Raceway, but also for the Chevy Club, so we'll have a talk to him about the history behind the Leonard Memorial, and uh, also everything to do with the race day there today. It's a balmy 20-odd degrees in Christchurch, so I reckon there might be a few people just rock out there, and we'll wrap things up with David Branch at the end to talk all things the race by Grins, which is only, what are we, Friday week away, so about 12 days until the million dollar race. But as mentioned, Nathan Purden is on the line. We'll speak to him in a moment because one of his charges took out the Fahey Fentire autumn pacing free-for-all. Used to be uh, a huge race around the cup time, uh, the Alan Matson. But here's what happened in this one
2: the leader is the Falcon, going with him Bollinger, three lengths away Coravelli star, and then got you covered from beach ball, the Falcon the leader Bollinger a neck away, then Coravelli star, and got you covered, 28 1 third quarter, Bollinger got to the Falcon, Coravelli star, runs on from got you covered, it's Bollinger leading in a neck at the 100 from the Falcon, beach ball late then he's a sport, Bollinger leads though and Bollinger has got them beats, Bollinger won
1: the group 3 beat the Falcon and beach ball. Yeah very good. Good performance from Bollinger. Two runs back this time in two wins, although it was a significant step up to Group Three company for him on Friday night. But Nathan Purden co-trains alongside his father Mark, and he's really come of age, hasn't he, uh, Nathan? As I say, a very good morning to you.
0: Yeah, good day, Greg. Yeah, he has. Um, he's a horse that's uh, been well looked after in his early early um, time through racing and. Um, he's he's had the time that he's needed to develop into the horse he is today.
1: Look, it was only his seventeenth start, and he's already earned over a hundred thousand. And I know your dad's always liked him. Has he been a late developer with regards to strength, etc.? Is that why he's now arrived, and he's arrived big time?
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it, Greg. He's, um he's just a horse that always gave the impression he was going to be better. Um, as you say, strengthening up and giving him a bit of time, so. Uh, yeah, he's, he's certainly developed into quite a nice horse and he, he showed us that on Friday night.
1: Look he was only a rating 66 and if you go back to the previous week he was around a rating 60 so it was a huge jump up to free for all company yes he got the right sort of run but they ran very good time in the race uh, Nathan and um, he was strong to the line, he got past the Falcon, beach ball got you covered, he's a sport, they were all close up uh, but with that performance in mind, what's ahead for him? And I suppose the, the question may have been asked, could he have been thrown into the race by grins? Has the phone been ringing?
0: Yeah, well, his um, phone's been ringing a bit for uh, negotiations of whether he'd be for sale, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he's just a, a horse, as you say, he's just starting to reach that grade that now. He did um, get a very... Economical round, which is a bit help. Um, so, you know, he needs that sort of luck when you raise those type of horses. They're very, it was a very smart field. So, um, yeah, we'll just take it step by step on how how far he goes, and, and hopefully he can work into meeting the the best horses um, just at the right time.
1: That was win number 6 for him All right, we'll watch the space with Bollinger, some of the other winners you had On Friday night, and and it must have been very Pleasing the drive home in the truck I would suggest, a couple of really Nice 3 year olds, let's start with the first On the programme and final collect Who showed plenty uh, In his early racing It was only his 11th start But he was taking on a grade you would have Expected him to beat, Nathan
0: Yeah That's fair, Um, Jordan respect to the opposition he's uh you know he had been racing the best of the age group horses as a two-year-old and um and now you know arriving as a as a three-year-old virtually a maiden um he put into that race perfectly and well driven by, by Blair to find the front and dictate so um yeah he's, he's a horse that you know he'll be targeting the better races he he may be um you know notched by the horses like merlin and, and don't stop dreaming and um you know, the best of the best, few lots, But, uh, you yeah, uh, know, if you've got a, a nice, big, economical trip um, and a big race, it wouldn't surprise me to see him run the first
1: four. Yeah, well, he's already done that, of course. Uh, he was placed in the Grand Prix in behind Don't Stop Dreaming. Before we move on to Fortify, Don't Stop Dreaming goes to a size stakes. Heat, I understand, on Easter Saturday night. Is that the pathway for Final Collect 2?
0: Yes, it is, Greg, yep.
1: Yep, all right, they'll both be there. And just on Don't Stop Dreaming, uh, he's been given the time to, I suppose, get over a few ailments and a few growing pains. How's he going towards next Saturday?
0: His work's been very good. He's uh, suggested he has stepped up a bit, and, and which you'd have to be from a, from a two-year-old to three-year-old, but obviously, as you know, he's got the class on his side, and um, he's... Probably goes in the uh, for Saturday's run a little bit under, but uh, I think class, you know, you'll still be very, very competitive, very hard to beat.
1: All right, fortifies two from two. She's a bit of delight filly, uh, also owned by Jean Fees. Were you surprised that what a Minx got so close, or is she still at the learning stage?
0: Yeah, she's still at the learning stage. She she came in and didn't take a deep breath, so um, she's. Uh, she does have a lot left um, she's probably a little bit casual at the moment and she had a Murphy on the inside so she couldn't really see the horse coming at her but um, you know, I think her, her target will be to go up north and, and contest the size and um, obviously Millwood Nike is extremely hard to beat but um, you know, if she's going down the right path I think she's certainly a first three chance but I don't know that anyway
1: all right, no matter what, uh, she is two from two this time in, off the back of her Oaks victory uh, back in December. What's the logical target for her? Because although she still has the odd Fred Steer step, if you like, she's very, very good, isn't she? Yes,
0: yeah, she is, Greg. She's, uh, she's got a lot of very big motor, and um, yeah, she's stayed at a very high speed for a long time. So um, she's got that awkward gate every now and again she's um, been a real head-scratcher for us but um you know if, if she can pace right and put everything together she's as good as in as mare going around at the moment in this country anyway
1: all right so what is her target is is there something coming up in the next month or so that you guys are thinking uh you'll aim her at or is she just to go through the grade stage
0: uh, there's a couple of mares races uh, up north over the next month or six weeks she can go into and um and then probably look at potentially taking her to to the brisbane carnival uh, there's uh, there's a few mares race races there so um, yeah she can are all going well that's going to be her target
1: Alright, there seems to be a few heading Brisbane's way in June and July, pretty good time to be heading over there Nathan, you know it well, so you will uh, uh, I'm sure be able to accommodate the horses over there quite nicely, thanks very much. Just quickly on Oscar Bonavina, I thought he was a very, very good fourth after that early gallop in the Fred Shaw behind Muscle Mountain, Uh, does he go north or what are you doing with him?
0: Yeah, he's a horse that he's just had uh, little niggles along the way, so He's sort of a a day-by-day horse, but in in saying that, um, probably his last three, four runs have been back to to sort of his his ultimate best self. So uh, if he can sustain that, I think we have to go go up north and chase the money. And um, if he can continue the line of form that he's on, I think he can be very competitive.
1: All right, speaking of up north, your dad is up there with your... Two star paces, two going forward to the race by Grins, Akuta and Self Assured, and we get to see them this week and the Waikato Flying Mile and what is basically a dress rehearsal for the race by Grins. How happy is Dad with both?
0: Uh, very happy actually. He's, he's extremely happy with Acuta. He's uh, he just found the line went really nice last start. Um, just a a good race to to tighten them up and as um, you say, head towards that that. Grin's race and uh, unfortunately um, self-assured he, he locked wheels and um, took himself out of action last start but uh, his work's been very well and I think he's uh, he's in as good a form as, as he ever has been anyway so he just needs an ounce of luck and um, hopefully gets another tighten up run next week and um, go from there
1: are you in the same camp as most that the barrier draw is going to be enormous for so many runners? Um, obviously, you Copy That is uh, in the same category. In fact, just about all the horses in the race by Grins, if they get the right barrier draw, the, certainly the top five or six anyway, could win it.
0: Yeah, definitely, Craig. It's just modern racing now, really, isn't it? It's um, a 1,000-metre track, and the good horses, um, they can run so fast. On the front end, it's, if you've got to do any extra work, um, it's near enough impossible to be able to run them down. So, yeah, the draw is everything now. And, um, you know, that race, um, they're, they're the best of the best. So, um, it will come down to that big time.
1: All right. The three year olds you raced in the derby, Sherlock and Sinbad, are they still north and do they go to the size stakes heat this week at Cambridge?
0: Um, Sherlock will not. He, he's uh, He'll. Probably at this stage he'll, he'll actually miss the size. um Just had a little setback, just enough to to put him on hold for a wee while. And um, Sinbad is he will he'll be there Thursday, and then uh, and then look at uh, coming back down south to contest the final, hopefully.
1: Well, there had to be a, a an issue with Sherlock because he way underperformed in the Derby, did he not?
0: Yes, he did. Yeah, he just had a bit of a a breathing issue. Um, uh, we uh, sent him to, to Meta Meta to get checked over um, head to toe, and uh, that's what they come back with. So, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's nothing too serious, but um, he was he was only getting sort of eighty percent of his win, so that's um, it was a, enough to uh, to pull him up, obviously. And um, unfortunately, it was just a, a bad race for it to happen.
1: Yep, absolutely. It was uh, at Group One level. You certainly need to have uh, all things a hundred percent, otherwise it's hard to be competitive. Hey, congratulations again, Nathan. I know you're in charge of the team down here while Dad's concentrating on uh, the Big Bangers up north, so that would have been truly satisfying uh, for you guys on uh, Friday night. Congrats on that and on the way the season's going thus far. And thanks for joining us on SCNZ Trots Talk. It's always get, good to get a, an update on uh, where your horses are going as well. So uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Yeah, no worries,
0: Greg. Thanks lot. So-
1: There is uh, Nathan Purden, young man, doing good things, teaming up with his father this season. And uh, Friday night at Addington, they certainly had uh, a real crack at it. Right, you want to win a $50 bonus bet, courtesy of our friends at the TAB. We race at Cheviot today. Well, we don't race at Cheviot. It's the Cheviot Club racing at Addington Raceway. So the code word is Cheviot. Not sure how to spell that. C-H-E-V-I-O-T. But we'll take anything that looks something like Chevy. Producer dude, Robbie, will decide who the lucky recipient is. Give us a reason why. Tell us why you deserve the $50 bonus bet. And perhaps tell us what you might put it on at the Cheviot meeting today. Double eight, double three. your name, your TRB account number, and you could be winning $50. Short break for us here on SENZ Trot's Talk. On the other side, let's find some winners for you at that Cheviot meeting in the Southern Man segment.
2: I'm a solid man and I'm so brilliant. I got the size in my blood And I'm
0: gonna be here till I'm dead and well.
1: Yes, it is our Southern Man segment, traditionally on this SENZ Trots Talk, as the harness meeting is in the south. It's at Addington Raceway today for the Cheviot meeting. We're about to speak to Tim Williams. Before we do that, he was aboard the unbeaten pacer, Ahoka Connor, who just keeps on doing this.
2: Race on 300 out. Coney Island Lou leads at a length. Shaking up Ahoka Connor trying to go with him, and then came Topaz. 28.2 third quarter. Coney Island Lou for home leads at a length. Ahoka Connor descending, then came Topaz. Coney Island Lou a neck to Ahoka Connor and Topaz. Coney Island Lou lifting. Ahoka Connor with one last dive. Coney Island Lou. Ahoka Connor coming. Ahoka Connor puts his nose in front, and he's unbeaten again. It's Ahoka Connor beats home Coney Island Lou.
1: Trained by Stephen Amanda Telfer and Hayden Cullen, he is now four from four. First time he's been able to drive him on race day for Tim Williams. Uh, Timmy, I'm pretty sure that would have been a nice feel.
3: Yeah, good. I agree. Yeah, great to actually get behind him race day, and yeah, such a lovely, big, beautiful going horse. It was, um, yeah, the sort of horse you uh, you get actually to get behind race day and you yeah, know delivered the goods on Friday.
1: Bit of a story behind him. You went down to have a stare of him uh, before uh, the team at Stonewall purchased uh, Ahoka Connor. What were the What was the impression you got the first time you sat behind him? Yeah,
3: obviously great manners, Greg, and you yeah, lovely relaxed horse. Uh, loved the way he warmed up. Obviously, like you said, uh, we were down there for the Emu Cup and were able to have it, have a spin on him. So um, you know, once once I sat behind him, uh, said to Amanda and. Steve's got there on the day. I said, uh, you'd best be getting a checkbook out. I think we'll be taking this one home. So, uh, yeah, just, just wrapped about to get him and, and get him home. And, you know, the job he's done, he, he's, uh, really progressed and done everything asked of him thus far.
1: Timmy he was prepared down there by Brett Gray, I understand.
3: Yeah, he, he plucked him out of the yelling sales. Um, give him full credit there. He, uh, he didn't have to pay a, a whole lot for him and yeah, he done all the early education and, uh and trolled nice, and trolled nicely find some smart horses, and uh, once we got, got a little bit of word, it was on, on the market that was, uh, say so the rest is history.
1: Alright, that was from the same draft as Millwood Nike, being uh, Katie Carvel's draft, so uh, a couple of stars have come out of that. What's the plan with him this time in, as he, he really is still a work in progress, but what I loved on Friday night was the way he just knows where the line is. Yeah, look,
3: he'll, he's Penn's wouldn't have two more runs this time Greg. Obviously, the, the Supremacy should be be the last one, all going well, so he'll head south. I think it was a race at Winton, maybe sort of 10 days before the final of the Supremacy, and and he'll look to stay down there and obviously head back to Brett's and, and stay there for the 10 days leading into the final, and then uh, he'll come home and, and have another lead-up. Obviously, uh, it's going to be nice to let, let him fill into that big frame a little bit more, and, and hopefully he can keep improving next time around a little bit more.
1: All right, good night for you at the office. Bollinger winning uh, the free-for-all. We just spoke to Nathan Purden about him. What about Addington today and your chances? You kick things off for the Dunn barn. Uh, Robert and Jenna with uh, Celtic Arden, who looks a nice each-way chance. Got a bit of breeding, this one.
3: Yeah, lovely Philly, Greg. Obviously uh, made a wee mistake over the crossing first up on the grass, so she was pretty solid afterwards. And, um, you know, full field of maiden trotters is never easy, but... uh, I think she's one to follow in, in the coming starts, whatever she does today. shes uh, I don't think she's going to be a maiden for long. But, uh, there was a couple of handy ones in there today but if she trots the whole way, there's no reason she can't be a great each
1: way chance. Millwood Melody in the second for the Grant Payne team, a team that you've had good association with and Coincidentally, if you didn't know, roll your own first up over 1200 metres. Those short course races they have at Melton was winning last night. So, um, yeah, good, good to see one that's sold uh, deliver first up, and I think you'll win a few more. But what about Millwood Melody? Yeah,
3: you know, I don't think the draw suits are Greg. Obviously, luck first up. So, natural improvement off the run, and you know, what's an even field? The draw suits her. She she needs one run at them, and you know to the second row she's going to be in a nice posse doing no work early. So you know, if she gets a little bit of luck in the running, she be one. Uh, we'll be looking for her to run on strong today, obviously uh, second up. So we're we'll looking for an improved run.
1: Jones Rising Stars got a nice barrier in race four for Paul Curz, about a fifteen dollar chance, but. Always ticking's the one I want to talk to you about in race six. It is the Cheviot Trust Leonard Memorial. Uh, two starts for this filly by Always Be Mickey for Brett Gray. Two very good seconds behind Flying Ellie, who's clearly talented. She has good gate speed. She looks like she's got some bottom to her, and she looks a big chance today.
3: You're lovely filly. Um, not like you say. Done a great job the first two starts too. Obviously, it's taken a smart one of Nathan's to to beat her both times. Uh, yeah, you know, got the good ring craft under her now too, and she's travelled up well. And you know, she came up a little bit early. This week, so we're fortunate enough to be able to have a steer on her on Friday, and you know, really pleased with her work and how she's settled in. So, you know, talking to breed after the work, he he sort of picked this race out. It's going to be a, her
1: last run. She's going to head to the paddock. So,
3: hopefully, we can send her out
1: on a winning note. All right, she's $2 for those who want to take the short odds about her in the feature there today. The other big race they have is the Cheviot Businesses' Cheviot Cup, and you drive the ultra-consistent Heisenberg, who must be a great winning chance again.
3: I think he definitely is, Greg. He's, uh, like you say, he's got great manners and uh, seems to be able to put himself in the right spots at the right time. And, you know, those last five or six runs, you you couldn't knock him. So he's still going to need to... Be on his game. It, it is a nice field, and um, you know, they don't don't give these races away. But uh, you know he's a, he's a very good each-way chance, and uh, you know stand-start manners are usually to the fore. So hopefully, he can make up that handicap um, you know in the first portion of the race and put himself handy.
1: Tim aiming for glory aimed up nicely at uh, Moda Carrara. Takes on a similar type field, but does have the outside draw. Mind you, the 2600 metres negates that a little bit.
3: Yeah, think a couple of scratchings also helps too, Greg, and looks an even field, and the 2600 probably rules the draw out a wee bit too, and you couldn't knock the last run. She, she was really good. Um, she was a little bit hard to catch, but when, when you do catch her, she was good. Uh, a good trip last time, so hopefully we can get a, get a similar trip somewhere and she'll be getting over the top of the mate. All right,
1: and your last drive is on Elite Sticks. Uh, in the last one at Addington, a couple of starts back, and has a good barrier draw, again, for Grant Payne.
3: It looks another honest filly. If she gets the right trip, uh, great draw. We'll be looking to just tuck in somewhere handy early, and another one if she's getting the right helmet to follow. She's uh, she's one that can be getting over the top and late, but she just needs a little bit of luck in the running.
1: All right, Timmy, what's the best for our Senz Trotts Talk listeners on this Sunday at Addington Raceway?
3: Hopefully, B Gray in the two filly race. Obviously, uh it's a race he's picked me out uh, for a couple of weeks ago now, so uh, he's put the pressure on me through the weeks. So hopefully, I can get the job done for him.
1: All right, that's with Always Ticking. Thanks for your time, Tim, and uh, congrats on those couple of wins at Addington on Friday night.
3: Awesome. Thanks very much, Greg.
1: All right, there is Tim Williams from uh, him to Samantha Otley, who is driving as well as ever. In fact, Sam, you are not that far off becoming our all-time leading female driver. Uh, Currently, that position is uh, held by Nikki Chilcott, but you're within about 12 or 13 of that. And I know when I spoke to you earlier, um, that was a bit of a surprise. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, good morning, Greg. Um, yeah. No, it was a bit of a surprise and um, you know, something um, you know, I'm definitely aiming to strive to do. So, you know, hopefully just keep ticking away and yeah, get there one day.
1: All right, you'll get to 700 and be the first to have achieved that as well, the way things are going. Let's have a look at your chances today at the Cheviot meeting. The conqueror in race number three, look, he's a $20 chance, but he gets back in off the front here. He's got good standing start manners. He races well uh, at Addington Raceway, and he's always a top four chance because of his manners.
4: Yeah, that's right. Um, like you say, everything you you said then is um, just him to a tee. you know, the, fan suits and the distance suits, the only thing, he just hasn't raced for about a month now, but um, I'm sure Trevor's um, got him fit and ready, so yeah, he's always a um, top four chance in a standing start race like that.
1: Kawhi Sundown in race number five, Uh, the son of Peak is racing well, he was second at Timaru, he was the same behind page at Addington last time, Uh, therefore he's a $6.50 chance and I think that's about right for him. Yeah, that's
4: right. The old boy's actually been racing really well. Um, like you say, the last two starts have been very good. And um, again, he probably meets the field. You know, there's a couple of in there that have, you know, that go pretty smart. So he's just going to need the right trip and um, things to go his way. But the way he's racing, he, he's a top four chance too.
1: Sam, onto the feature, the Cheviot Trust Leonard Memorial, you drive La Twist, which is brick and bread, so it's got a lot of uh, depth, certainly on the dam side. She's a daughter of Sweet Lou, she's trialled nicely, she beat a filly of uh, Nathan and Mark Purden's eyeliner, and she did that quite nicely. You drove her at the trials, what sort of feel did she give you? Yeah, no, uh, um, a
4: nice one, Greg, um, like you say, she's only been off the place once, but um, she certainly impressed me in that one run. She was pretty professional and, um, you know, did everything we asked of her. So I'd like to think that she's only improved off that. And, um, you know, she's got a nice draw to work with, which in an even old field, you know, there's a couple that have, you know, had a couple of race starts. So, you know, they've got a little bit of ring craft over her. But in saying that, what she did at the trials, um, she certainly did impress me. And um, I'd like to think she'd, she'd be run a big race today.
1: Yeah, she looks to have a, a decent sort of a motor. Looking forward to seeing her take on the likes of Sporty Miss, uh, obviously always uh, ticking of Brent Gray's, uh, Brent Gray's rather that we just spoke to Tim Williams about. There's a couple of other chances there too, uh, Rock and Ruin, not the worst either. Looking forward to the feature there. What about Art Attack? He gets in off the front in the Cheviot businesses Cheviot Cup. He hasn't been as potent in the Country Cup series as he was say 12 months ago. Where's he at in your mind?
4: Um, yeah, probably correct in saying that, Greg, but um, I thought his last start was um, a lot more like it. Um, he actually hit the line really good and you know just got shuffled back on the markers there at Omroo. but I like the way he hit the line and getting back off the front is a big bonus to him. So um, if he can touch wood, step away quickly and cleanly and put himself handy early. And um, yeah, like if he goes as good as he did last, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he sort of, you know, surprised a few. But in saying that, it's a very, very good field. And the ones off the back marks are, are nice horses. So he's going to want to be on his day game.
1: Yeah, he is uh, currently 13s and 330. But if you wanted to play him top four, which I think, He's a very big chance of filling one of those spots. He's $2.40. Go to tab.co.nz for all of those uh, options. And in uh, race number eight, uh, you drive Holly Highlander. This one for Kevin Fairburn out of the family that he's had such good success with. A winner three starts back this mare by creatine, but she needs to get her manners right if she's going to be competitive today
4: yeah just I' probably put a line through last start um It was very unlike her she she mustffed the start and um really didn't know what to do after that. She's never put a foot wrong, so you know sometimes when trollers do gallop and they've never galloped before and they don't know what to do um we' changed a little bit of gear with her for today, so um I wouldn't be too worried about that and I don't mind the wee horse, so I think in an even field, if she did everything right she um she could be a chance with with her mins, of course.
1: All right, $18 into 15 uh, might be an each-way uh, ticket on uh, her. Okay, Sam, what's the best of your drives, in your opinion, for the Chevy at meeting today?
4: I just heard the end of um, Tim Williams's interview, and I'm going to go the same as him. Hopefully um, I can knock him off and take out the race six, you know, the group three today. I'd like to think that lead twist is the best drive, and hopefully I'm right. <laughs>
1: Yep, let's hope you are, Sam. Thanks so much for your time on this Sunday morning. Uh, go well around Addington and, yeah, looking forward to you getting to that milestone as the all-time leading female driver in the country. You certainly deserve that and we appreciate your time this morning.
4: Yeah, no, thanks very much, Greg, and just, yeah, big thanks to everyone who supported me and, yeah, here's hoping I can sort of get those ones on the board and, and become that. That'll be pretty special.
1: All right, there's Samantha Otley, followed uh, by so many, particularly on a Sunday afternoon. uh, Drives at all of uh, the meetings throughout the South Island and a bit of a quieter week travel-wise this week. She's uh, not having to nip down south or uh, out to the country. She just goes locally to Addington Raceway today for that meeting. We appreciate her time. Going head-to-head with Tim Williams in our Southern Man segment. He's on always uh, ticking at $2 currently and at Le twist about a $3.80 chance. All right, you can win that $50 bonus bet if you text in double eight double three Cheviot is the code word. Tell producer Dude Robbie why you should be winning the $50 bonus bet today. Short break on the other side. Brian Rabbit, the Racing Manager for the Cheviot Club at Addington today to talk all things this afternoon out of Addington. Welcome back into Trot's Talk. Don't forget to enter our text competition. Yes, the code word today is Cheviot. Tell producer dude Robbie why you deserve to win the $50 bonus bet. Double eight, double three. your name, your TAB account number. We've just caught up with Tim Williams and Sam Otley. They're going head-to-head in the Leonard Memorial, uh, which is the feature race there for the Cheviot Trust Today and uh, Sam drives uh, the twist and always ticking the drive of Tim Williams, the man who put the fields together and is the racing uh, secretary for the Cheviot Club is uh, Brian Rabbit. He's across the road from where I am, but he'll be looking forward to the programme today, the traditional day for Cheviot. Morning to you, Brian. Good
5: morning, Greg. How are you?
1: Yeah, excellent. Thanks, mate. Uh, How many years have the Cheviot Club been coming to Addington? Because it's been a wee while.
5: Right, oh, 2003 was uh, 2004. Sorry, was the first year here. So it's 20th year today is when they of their racing at Addington since they moved from Mangura, Yeah, so yep, 2004 well, was the first time they came here. This is the 20th. I,
1: I tell you what, Brian, the feature not. race, yeah, the feature feature race there today is always been a good race. It's always been won by good horses and. When you look over the last few years, Town Eco's gone on to win a Group 1 in Queensland at the Carnival last year. Uh, Spellbound did a terrific job for Nigel Armstrong and the team that raced her both sides of the Tasman. And you go further back, Longcombe was a Group 1 winner. Um, Natal Franco's been a a really good producer of nice horses. And further back, you get to Bionic Chance and uh, the likes. So this has always been a good race, hasn't it?
5: Oh, it certainly has Greg. Yeah, previously run towards the end. You know, like so the two-year-old fillies were into their twilight of their two-year-old now. But with the change of date, they're sort of it's the first race for two-year-old fillies in Canterbury for this season. And and, and nervously uh, initially about getting a field, but really pleased with the field that we actually did get. And a couple of horses from Southland, which adds to the um, it's to the scene. It does, yeah.
1: Yeah, the form horses too, always ticking there. and uh, rock and ruin. Tell me about the Leonard Memorial. Where does that fit into the, the harness racing sphere, if you like? Because uh, often we have race names associated with these good races and, and people don't really understand what they are. So where does that come from?
5: Um, I'm just a wee bit unsure, but I'm pretty right, I think, in saying that uh, a local, by uh, in name of Leonard, um, many years ago, sadly lost his son in a driving accident. And... Um, that's where the name, the Leonard Memorial, spawned from, and it's always been for those two-year-old Phillies and, and it has quite a very good and close association with the Cheviot area, so it, it, it's, it's very good that it's been able to maintain its tradition, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the likes of uh, Emmett Daly, who's your president, um, they're sponsoring today the Cast No Shadow Inter-Dominion champion uh, race, race number nine. Um, there's a lot of history around the club, and they, they come to town, and they, and they make sure they enjoy themselves, don't they?
5: Oh, they certainly do. Well, I suppose it used to be the case where they drove well see this is it's actually um in some form or other, it's the nineties meeting that um Chibit have held in some form or other, like in the old days back in Spotswood and, you know, um uh, non non-total, total total non totalisator affairs and then days and spawning on to race at Rangura for many years and um, and then it's now come to Eddington and uh, so so it it does have a lot of history, it does, yeah, the Chevy area. Yeah.
1: Brian, the Cheviot Businesses, uh, Cheviot Cup is uh, the feature, oh, I suppose, grade race of uh, the yeah. day. It's race for a good stake of 18,000, and you've got the likes of uh, Art Attack, who's a very good uh, country cup horse who just spoke to Sam Otley about, Beach Ball, Buckskin, Heisenberg, Homebush Lad, Mighty Louie. It's a really competitive field again for this uh, contest this oh, afternoon. It is, actually,
5: and there's a couple of horses there that are probably got a bit of a steep mark but um mighty louis and um two of valley stars not there now and homebush led but um a couple of them need to run an extra race to qualify for the country championship which will be country cup championship which will be held here on the 12th of may so but uh, no, it's very it's very pleasing to it is yeah and yep, ninety thousand.
1: <laughs> No, no. Well, I was probably going to put that on you, B-Rabbit, at some point. But if you had to narrow it down, that's 90,000, that final on the 12th of May, by the way. Um, yeah. 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 Who would you be suggesting if you were oh. at the Bush into to your friends?
5: Oh, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for that beach ball. And, uh, and, and he, I know he's backing up from Friday night, but he, he has had a bit of a let-up, and he's just returning to form, I think. I wouldn't be surprised to see him taking a good part in the finish.
1: Yeah, he was close up uh, in that race won by Bollinger, the uh, Group 3 Fahey fence hire there on Friday night. And yeah, if he, if he was able to find somewhere near the lead, Brian, he's a very hard horse to get past.
5: Oh, it certainly is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, 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 uh, and I think he's just still on the way back a wee bit. No, I think today could be, you could see him at his best today, or near his best today. Yeah.
1: Brian, if anyone's in the greater Canterbury area, it's 20 degrees in, in Christchurch today. What better way to spend an afternoon? There'll be plenty there for the kids to do. I know Chevy would always get in behind uh, that. So um, why wouldn't they come out to Addington Raceway for an afternoon on the lawn?
5: Well, to be fair, I um, woke up this morning very pleased with the way the weather was, and especially after the last week that we've had. And also um, and initially, uh, the forecast wasn't too good, but it's actually lovely here at the moment, so... No, it'd be a nice afternoon and plenty of ice creams and lollies for kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some adults will probably get their hands on some of them too, I suppose.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's always the odd one that tries to secure the ice cream, so I do recall being <laughs> part of that in in the past. Um, <laughs> Brian, yeah. the first goes at two minutes to one, and uh, we'll have yeah. things all wrapped up by about half past five. Um, we know what you like in the cup then, beach ball. Have you have you got one other for the SENZ Trots Talk listeners that – maybe they could have a dollar each way on oh,
5: there's one that's been bothering me a wee bit lately it's in race 10 number two jack tar three starts back at eddington it went a terrific race and to be fair it's been a tad disappointing in its last two but it just could be the value better today from my side
1: <laughs> all right race number 10 horse 2 jack tar for the inform hope team uh, young ben doing the driving from a handy barrier draw they also have video say a- it is,
5: right a wee bit, it
1: is a wee bit rough. <laughs> no, it it's all right, Brian. Yeah. We we like having something uh, <laughs> rough on on a Sunday, something each way on that, and the last to get us out for all of our ill fated punting over the weekend, Brian. That's possibly the way it true, could true. be. Hey, really true, appreciate true. you coming on. Uh, good luck today. It'll it'll be a good day over there, I'm sure. Really appreciate it, and um, yeah, go well. Just
5: just one little thing for you, Greg. And the last Cheviot Cup that was run at Rangiora, you, in 2003, do
1: you recall who won it and who drove it? Uh, may well possibly be a miracle called Falcon Air, and it might have been driven by <laughs> my wife, I'm thinking. Is that correct?
5: You're, you're right. Is that, is right that it, Brian?
1: <laughs> well, I'm bloody pleased I got it right, Brian. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been such a good uh, hearing when I got home today. Not that I expect her to be listening to Trots talk on a Sunday morning, but anyway, nice work. I didn't I see that one were, coming.
5: <laughs> a little bit of info there. No, the history.
1: Yeah. Uh, good on you, Brian. That's Brian Rabbit out of uh, Addington Raceway. The Chevy at Harness Racing Club meeting there today does a huge job, as he has done for, oh, I don't know, maybe four decades out of Addington Raceway. Good fella Brian. Knows his horses as well. So, yeah, having something on Jack Tarr in the last wouldn't be the worst. Time for us to take a short break. Don't forget to enter the competition to win that $50 bonus bet. Double eight, double three. The code word, Chevy. It. Give us the reason why. Producer dude, Robbie, will decide. And stick with us here on SENZ because uh, the rugby show coming up with Stephen McIver. He's uh, going to be alongside Steve Devine for a couple of hours. Looking forward to that show uh, starting at twelve. In your home, straight on Trot's Talk. Some terrific texts coming through, including a read from Gore. Robbie, that $50 bonus bet would be great. I've been following Greg's tips for years and I'm broke. Just jokes. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be up there, isn't it? Also, uh, Brett from Huntley he's got a multi with blue rock dancer delightful star and the black caps to come back 600 so he's already worked out there he's going to spend the money all right speaking of the money uh double eight double three last chance to enter into that competition but uh, david branch ceo from uh, cambridge raceways joined us because friday week he's got a million dollar race amongst others uh, morning to you dave yeah morning greg Really looking forward to this last week of build up. There's still one slot to be filled. Any idea after the uh, underperformance, I suppose, from Krug on Friday night, who that might be?
6: No, I'm um, I'm actually not sure to be honest. The the hole in the wall gang are playing their cards pretty close to their chest as they they did last year. They were the um, the last ones to announce a horse last year and ended up uh, getting second with Majestic Cruiser. So I'm sure that a They'll have a plan, and I'm sure it'll probably be something a bit left field
1: as well, knowing some of the guys involved in that. All right, some suggesting, or some journalists suggesting, one of them in particular, that uh, Muscle Mountain could take his spot, but um, yeah, I think that might be drawing a long bow a little bit. Still, I like the idea of something a bit wide. Um, the build-up is uh, all around the sweepstake that you are running. $100 a ticket and an opportunity for a lucky recipient uh, of... Uh, Drawing one of those horses, which will happen uh, next Sunday, as uh, but next Monday rather at seven thirty, is that right on uh, SENZ? That if they draw the winner, they could win fifty k.
6: Yeah, that's right. So we're going to do the barrier draw um, live on SENZ, which will, which will be really exciting on the Monday night. Um, and of course, built into the barrier draw event, we'll we'll be announcing the winners of the sweepstakes. Um, so yeah, as you as you said, two thousand tickets. $100 a ticket um, gets an entry in the draw, 1 in 200 chance essentially of drawing a runner in the race by Grins. Uh and every one of those 10 winners, uh, the worst they walk away with is $2,000, and of course the winning, winning prize from the sweepstake is 50k cash, so pretty good odds, um, and just adds that extra, another element to the race by Grins, which is which is exciting as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that's Easter Monday. We'll confirm the time uh, for you. It'll be live here on SENZ. Best way to get the tickets, go to your website?
6: Yeah, just just hit the Cambridge Raceway website, cambridgeraceway.co.nz. All the information's there. Uh, multiple ways to pay. You can um, bank transfer, credit card, all that. All those options are there. Um, or we'll obviously be selling them at, the, at our race meeting on um, Thursday night as well.
1: Yeah, speaking of Thursday night, should be a cracking contest, it's basically a dress rehearsal for the race by Grins, you're going to have all the big bangers there in your Flying Mile race.
6: Yeah, I think it, it's worked out really well, um, the Flying Mile was a bit lost I think with the changes to the racing calendar, it was sort of, uh, I think last year was hovering in um, mid-April and just getting a bit lost. So to be able to use it as a, as a lead-in race um, to give these horses a run on the track and uh, over the mile distance,
1: I'm sure. Um, I'm sure it's going to get a really good field. All right, looking forward to that uh, on Thursday night. Of course, Mitch James will be there. You are the last race uh, on uh, Friday the 14th, so it's a great idea. People can have a party afterwards, and all of the details, ticketing, etc., at CambridgeRaceway.co.nz. Dave, good luck in the the build-up. I know it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. It's already created huge interest, and good luck. Uh, selling off the rest of those uh, tickets in the sweepstakes. A great idea, and I think it'll draw a whole lot more people in. Yeah, awesome. Thanks very much, Greg alright that's uh, David Branch CEO of uh, Cambridge Raceway got a big job for him and his team over the next couple of weeks uh, but Thursday night they do have the flying mile out of uh, Cambridge where all of the big names will be there a coup to self-assured copy that Old Town Road they'll be having that dress rehearsal leading in to the big dance the million dollar race by Grins. ok with HRNZ go to HRNZ.co.nz for everything you need to know about form uh, the fields and of course stories in and around all of our race meetings who's the winner producer dude Robbie, of the 50 dollars bonus bet yeah winner today is uh bruce gone for gone for bruce who has uh spout chevy at right so um so yeah that's, good that's a good thing in itself Yep, excellent. All right, good luck to you, Bruce. You got a fifty-dollar uh, investment to have at Cheviot today. I was really keen on a couple in race number two. It's been well back though. You've missed the odds. Nine dollars into four eighty. Special Dream looks a big chance. Race two, uh, number two. I like the twist. I think she's a really nice filly. Can she win first up in their feature, the Cheviot Trust Leonard Memorial? Yeah, I think she probably can. $3.80 the price about her. So there's a couple to have an investment on today at Addington Raceway for the Cheviot meeting. With HRNZ, it's been a pleasure bringing you uh, Trot's Talk. Michael and I will be back next Sunday. We will have a whole lot more news on the race by grins, but hopefully you've got some information to back a winner today. The rugby run coming up with uh, Stephen McIver and Steve Devine. But I, for now, will uh, farewell you for seven days' time when Trot's Talk will return.